We are I. Good morning, everybody. It is dark and cold and early or earlier because this is pretty standard time to be able to get 425 this morning got up at 330 because I got a lot of shit to do and it's a travel day today and I'm going from like minus 10 to literally fucking an absurd temperature that I don't even think the mind can comprehend minus 59 with the wind chill like how in the fuck is that even real minus 59 with the wind chill. Like just stop and think about that for a second. I'm going to some place that's 50 degrees different than where I'm at right now. Like you fly there in an hour. Like it's just unbelievable. But again, anyway, has nothing to do with anything that is on my mind this morning. And what I'm going to talk about this morning I see both sides of this in a very narrow margin of context. The BC government has been making, well, actually, I can't even say that. Partially the BC government, British Columbia government, British Columbia, Canada, West Coast, Canada, north of California. For all those of you around the world that don't know exactly where Vancouver, BC, Canada is. And our court system. Now, a few weeks ago, well, actually, let's pull this back to about 8, 10, 12 months ago. There was a decision made to be able to decriminalize personal use of all drugs across the board. All drugs. Fentanyl, heroin, crystal meth, like the whole bit. Now, fundamentally, I agree with this because of the fact that you're an adult. You have the right to be able to make a choice for what's good and bad and there are things that are legal, like alcohol, that are just as bad, if not worse, than most of these drugs anyway. And the number one reason why that I say that is because not only is alcohol openly and socially abused, it is a drug and open, openly and socially abused, and it's okay. It costs us billions of dollars in impact because of organizations that had to form like mad, you know, check stops, you know, our court system processing DUIs and 24 hour suspensions, you know, not only the the actual impact on our, you know, insurance rates because of alcohol related accidents, whether somebody got caught drinking and driving or not, and they might have like a drink or two. And that's the reason why they crashed, but it wasn't quite above the legal limit. We've gone to a zero tolerance out here in BC, which they found was unconstitutional. Said to reverse that decision. But the decision that was made when it did to decriminalize all drugs, if it were to stop there, I would say, okay, this is where we need to be because over the course of time, things will change. Because we know in Europe, for example, the stigma around drinking isn't as, isn't like what it is here, you know, in North America. And a child will have like a glass of wine with dinner and it won't be a big deal because, you know, like it's just socially acceptable. Not saying it's right, 
Not saying that any of my four kids are drinking a glass of wine with dinner. But there's less alcoholism because of it. There's less addiction because of it. There's not a stigma behind it. So when you look at this side, you're just like, okay, well, I see the, you know, I see the concept rooted in actuality. And I know for me, whether Coke was legal or not, laced with fentanyl or not, I just wouldn't do it. I've been around it lots of my life and I just wouldn't do it. Same thing with heroin and crystal meth. MDMA, even though natural, I still wouldn't do that either. And I've talked about it lots on this podcast that, you know, I do microdose mushrooms to this day. I do macrodose mushrooms to this day. I used to smoke weed. If somebody, if I was in the right place, like, you know, I would eat like a, you know, a, a marijuana butter cookie or, you know, something along those lines. Knowing I'm going to feel like an absolute bag of shit the next day makes me feel just as bad as having like too many scotches, but I wish something I also do too, very casually, because the impact on the body is too high. I do, I do so much to be able to preserve this vessel of mine that, you know, the impacts too high. That's the one thing that I like about micro and macro dosing mushrooms is that you don't have that same impact. Because also with mushrooms that you just don't want to regularly do them. Mushrooms themselves make you not want to do them by way of an absolute natural process. You just, you're like, okay, I'm just done with this. And you'd be done with it for years and years and years, decades or months or weeks or days. And everybody who eats mushrooms knows exactly what I'm talking about. Now, the whole point behind this is that recently, a couple weeks ago, the Supreme Court here in BC deemed it to be unconstitutional to tell people that they can't do drugs in all social settings, which includes parks, children's parks, and alike. Now, this is where I draw the line. You can absolutely, you have autonomy over you. You are free to be able to make decisions that you want. Now, if that decision is to be able to do heroin with a needle sticking out of your arm in a children's playground, and then you leave that needle there, and or you try to steal anybody's anything to be able to provide for that heroin for you, we now have a problem, a very big problem. Okay, let's take out the part about stealing somebody something. Let's talk about simply just sitting there on a park bench at a playground for kids, openly shooting and hotlining heroin. Now, uh, that's a little sticky for me. It's a little sticky. The reason why this is a little sticky is for fundamentally, not only just the, the obvious, like let's just put the absolute obvious aside. Why the fuck do you want to normalize shooting heroin or smoking crack or anything around children? Like young children, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, pick and choose. No. Like, I just, I fundamentally don't agree with that. And I think that we can all kind of stand on that side of the line. Now, the reason why this is so fucked up is because you can't have a cannabis dispensary within, I can't remember what the distance is of like a school or a playground. Now, a cannabis dispensary in BC has to have the windows blocked out. 
You cannot advertise on the outside what is on the inside. It has to be very discreet by rules and regulations here in British Columbia, Canada. So something is watered down and as mundane as cannabis, a, a regulated industry set forth by government regulations. You can't even have a store that's not allowed to advertise or publicly display or even have windows to be able to see on the inside. You can't do that within, let's just call it a kilometer, whatever the actual distance is. Let's just say a kilometer of a school or a park. But you can actually go sit in that park and shoot heroin. Like, just stop and let that marinate for a second. I hope that we can now stand on the same side of the line. This is fucking insane. Fucking insane. Like, just stop and think about that. Now, let's speed up to yesterday. Our same government here in British Columbia, which I would imagine this falls within the same context in our court system. How could it not? Although this isn't something I think would go to court, might, but the BC government said that it wants to be able to create, and maybe this was, sorry, maybe this was the Canadian government. I can't remember, either or, provincial or federal. I'm going to pick on BC government because I'm pretty sure that it was. Said that they want to come out with a safe fentanyl for kids and adults. Something that you don't die from. And it's like, okay. All right. Really? I posted this article on my Instagram feed and then I guess by the way, Facebook yesterday. But like what in the actual fuck that the government wants to come out with a version of fentanyl that won't kill anybody. Now, let's be real here. The reason why that this is an issue is because there's all the drugs in BC. Well, sorry, not all the drugs. All the drugs by way of name are cut with or laced with fentanyl and people are overdosing and dying. So... Nobody is really going out and seeking just fentanyl. Maybe some drug addicts are. But the vast majority aren't. People are taking these by accident. You know, there's a little bit of fentanyl in your MDMA that you want to take before you go to a rave. You may smoke a joint with a friend that's laced with a little bit of fentanyl and you overdose and die. You know, somebody, you know, stomps on a brick of coke somewhere along the way and puts fentanyl in it. And you do a line and you die. Various ways that you could do this and you could die. You know, prescription but not prescription medication, you know, like like fake Percocets or, you know, fake Oxycontins made on the black market laced with a little bit of fentanyl. You take it and you die. So our wise government here wanting to be able to create this, not only do you just, like, I beat my fucking head against the wall, knowing that the government is even going to spend our money, our money, on this fucking program. But on top of that, are you going to ship this safe fentanyl to Mexican drug cartels that may or may not be stomping on this shit from the get-go? 
Or are you going to leave barrels and barrels and barrels of this safe fentanyl all around the world for anybody to use at any time that at any point of the chain of custody of this fucking brick of cocaine that comes from, let's pick on Colombia, and all the hands that it goes through to be able to get to the person who does a line and there's fentanyl in it and dies. Do you just have just barrels and barrels and barrels that anybody along that line that wants to stomp on that to create a little bit more to be able to increase profit margins for themselves along the way, that they have access to it instead of the other fentanyl. Because that's how little fucking sense this makes. Or let's go Afghanistan with heroin. Do you start in the poppy fields in Afghanistan and put barrels and barrels and barrels and barrels and barrels and barrels along the way until that heroin gets to Vancouver, BC, Canada or anywhere else? To every and have access to every single fucking drug dealer along the way that wants to stomp on that shit to be able to increase profit margins a little bit, that they have access to it so they don't choose the other fentanyl. And it obviously has to be free because you have to incentivize. It has to be easily attained and free to be able to incentivize these drug dealers to be able to stomp on their shit with that or lace their shit with that versus the alternative. Because it definitely can't be more expensive and it definitely can't be harder to get. Let that marinate for a minute. Like this is no fucking joke. You can go on my Instagram feed or you can type in, you know, BC government to create safe fentanyl. BC or BC Supreme Court, you know, unconstitutional for drug use in parks. You can research these things. It'll take you one minute just to see that the headlines exist. If you want to go into those articles a little bit more, by all means. But how fucking absurd is this? And why? So this is where when people who are just willing to be able to look at what's going on in the world seem like conspiracy theorists. Because it's like, why would you do this? What is your agenda and your goal by spending our tax dollars doing this shit? Dude, like I said from the very beginning, if you want to do heroin, fine. If you want to do heroin beside me at the park where my children are playing, dude, that's not going to go well for you. It's not. I'm sorry. It is not. And again, I apologize. I do not mean to infringe upon your freedoms as a human being. Those same freedoms in my mind grant me the ability to be like, hey, I need to change this situation because if my kids are there, there's probably other kids there and there's probably no other adult that is willing to be able to be a fucking adult or a man be a fucking man. And be like, this situation needs to be changed. I bestow that responsibility upon myself. Now, if you want to go, if you don't have a home, go do it anywhere else. 
but at a children's park? Why are we even talking about this? Why is it even a talking point? It makes no sense. No sense at all. So, there's the Friday morning. I've been thinking about this shit since yesterday when I seen this safe fentanyl thing. And not only just conceptually do I just not understand, but man, our tax dollars. Not only are we going to fund this shit, not only are we a part of this, but think of the consultants that were engaged to be able to understand this. Think of the amount of our tax dollars that have been wasted in simple theory. And then the spinoff from those theories and those consultants all along the way, now then thereafter. Like it's just unbelievable. You can't make this shit up anymore. And people wonder why you're starting to see more conservatives, you're starting to see more Republicans, you're starting to see more centurions and libertarians. Because the liberals, the fucking NDP, the Democrats, you know, the the blue cities in the states, the red cities here in Canada, the sanctuary cities around, it's unfucking believable what they're making this experience that we call life.